Like Glenn and Gary suck Ross's meaty cock and drop their hairy nuts in his eager mouth. I think tits have to be the like the most beloved thing of all like existence. Like men love them, women love them, gay men love them. It's like it it's it's universally loved. I can't think of anything loved more than boobs. When gay dudes love something, I, you gotta respect it because you know they have they have pizzazz and style. And taste. And taste. They do have good taste. Um, they dress better than I ever will. Uh, <laughs> um, they just and they have a, a, a sense of uh, you know what's it called? Uh, conscious. Yeah, they have a conscious. So yes. And unlike me, I do not. Well, they say like if you have a bad neighborhood and then gays move in, then like uh, property values go up. It becomes safer. Uh, so it's like they have like a like a, a force that makes everything better. Yeah, I. I... I'm 100% for the gays. Me too. That's uh Where the fuck is this this uh fucking cheeky fucker at? He's taking forever. It's hey. it's funny it's funny to bring up cheeky because uh tenacious B D brings up uh cheeky so we'll be bringing up cheeks a lot I think. <laughs> uh, uh I got a lot to say and I'll wait till fucking uh Turd Ferguson gets in here but I don't I'm going to be upfront and frank with you, I don't have much to say, um, but I have nothing but terrible, disparaging things to say about Jack Black. All, yeah. all of that's all of that's fine. I think there's gonna be a uh, a uh, range because I think Jack loves him a lot, and then I'm somewhere in the middle. And um, what, what else did I want to say? Like, yeah, so I I, uh, I woke up in a strange mood. I'm like, I don't want to do yoga and shit. I, I want to like chill out and uh, and watch a movie. So I rented The Pick of Destiny at nine o'clock or no nine thirty, meaning like I was gonna be late for the podcast. And so it's like, okay, well, uh, let's let's push it to eleven fifteen. So yeah, you know, like how the, if the speed limit's sixty five, everyone's gonna drive seventy two. Yeah. So if you want people to drive sixty five, you have to make the limit speed limit like fifty five. Well, like, yeah. If you want, if you want to have the podcast at eleven fifteen, you have to say that it's at eleven, so that way, uh, uh, what's his face can get here on time. <laughs> Sick here. burn. Hello, everybody. Yeah, of course. <laughs> we he I, was, I, we were literally waiting for you to to come in here so we could talk massive amounts of shit. Oh, okay. Hi. How's everyone I, doing? I'm I'm good. <laughs> I I. It's funny that I make fun of you for being late when I'm late for everything. I I have no right to talk, but you know, yeah, you know, we're just busting balls here. Yeah, that's cool. No, you're so, I am late for you're, I am late for everything. You are, dude. I'm gonna tell you, fucking this dude. One day showed up like fucking two or three hours when we were supposed oh, to meet. Me? At, yeah, we were supposed to meet at the still with uh, fucking Andy and a few other friends. And I'm like, where yeah. the fuck have you been? You're like, yo, dude, that sun came up, and I was just like, do you care to elaborate? Do you care to tell us what the fuck happened? <laughs> you no. no, bro, I'm just busy. You were busy. You're probably playing video games and on. Yeah. Well, what, what, what I was doing. What do you have going on? Whatever Wait. I was doing, I had to. I had to do. Uh, yeah. Some, well, some, well like you said, he was jerking off. Something came that? up. It was his penis. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Uh, oh yeah. All right. Well, we might as well knock these introductions out and get this shit over with. So, this is a good man. His balls have a Reddit thread called "Low Hanging Fruit," Mr. Rob. Fortune, Rob. Hey, I'm Rob, and you're Jomo. I am Jomo, uh, creator of Rufi Culadas. Be careful what you drink. All right. He's only friends with people who do cock push-ups. Mr. Jack Falcon. Jack, how are you? Good, 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 good. Uh, that was weak. That was. I give that a, was a four out of this, ten. <clears throat> so this is a different beer today. This got? beer right now, a 30-pack of this beer with rebate is $11 right now. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you fucking like, cheap fuck. <laughs> so this is Genesee, and Genesee has like five different flavors. You can get regular Genesee, the light, the cream one. They have, I don't know, like two other ones. 
Yo, and your body, your, your body is a temple, and I have I have a thirty pack of beer for four dollars for you waiting for you. <laughs> exactly. Continue. Exactly. The the uh, so when I saw this, God. so Genesee I think is the oldest brewery in New York. Good. That's that, all. that that's it. All right. Literally. All that, right. Well, when a yeah, thirty pack costs okay. a fucking eleven dollars, I bet it tastes like fucking pure like fluoride I've, water. I have wondered a lot how these guys make any money. Dude, they don't make any they fucking just, money. I think they were just bought by another company. Yeah, I, um, there's two things I want to talk about quickly. Okay. I watched a movie last night called The Mitchells versus the Machines. That's what it's called. It's very good. I loved it. It's yeah, fucking amazing. Yes. Um, yeah. I so I was like afterwards Becca asked me what I would rate that movie. And I told her I would legitimately give that movie a ninety percent or higher, and that's right around what it has on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Fucking great movie. The dog at the end, I was crying laughing how stupid the fucking dog is. And at the end, it was like the perfect way to like use the dog. He doesn't even I don't know. I don't want to ruin anything. It's a great movie. I can't recommend it enough. Next. Bought this new toilet paper. Mm-hmm. You know how every square it's like perforated, right? So mm-hmm. it tears off. Yeah. It will not tear on the perforated lines. Ooh. I'm trying all the time. And at first it was like, you know, I wasn't attempting to tear right on the you know on the line but yeah. the tears were awful terrible horrible it's like unusable so now i'm trying to tear this with the line dotted line between my two hands and it still will not tear properly fucking wow. garbage toilet paper this is my life i know this is like white people problems first of all <laughs> problems whatever to the extreme but this is the annoying shit i'm dealing with right now literally annoying shit yeah it's dude, fucking annoying it's like who made this it's 2021 dude have it's you 2021 had- and the toilet paper doesn't even tear on the perforated parts of it have you ever um, accidentally broke finger through paper into asshole and then you had Everybody to shoot it? Everybody has, bro. Everyone on earth has done that. It's fucking scary. I hate, I, this is scary to me. <laughs> it's scary. Well, it's I, scary got, I got a fuck, Mary kill that will annoy the fuck out of you, so might as well just get this shit out of the way. All right. Mm-hmm. Gwyneth Paltrow, Joan Cusack, Angelina Jolie, all people that start opposite of fucking uh, Jack Black. Go. Okay, I, I looked up Joan Cusack and then Gwyneth Paltrow and then who's the other one? Angelina Jolie. Jolie. Yeah, Angelina Jolie. I th- I th- I think uh I I uh I think Angelina Jolie is the highest rated. Like if you were to like make like an IMDb of like beautiful women from the nineties or whatever, I think uh Angelina Jolie is at the top of the, of everyone's list. I mean girl interrupted those lips or whatever. I I mean yeah, <laughs> those uh, but dick I think sucking lips. <laughs> <laughs> I th- I th- I think um you know if you follow the tabloids or whatever I believe that uh Angelina screamed at Brad Pitt a lot whether he deserved it or not um yeah so she she adopts children uh so she has that thing going for her but is it virtual signaling and is she a screaming harpy uh I don't know but she's probably the hottest of the three and then Joan Cusack, I'm looking for, I'm, I'm getting a little, little bit of a bitter beer face vibe here. So I guess I'm going to kill her. So I'm, I'm going to marry, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to fuck Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow and marry Angelina Jolie. Okay. 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 All right. Um, I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to kill Gwyneth Paltrow. She's a wacko. <laughs> she is hot and she's worth a ton of money, but she's fucking insane. I think I'm banging Angelina Jolie because she is, she is hot. Joan Cusack, I, I remember her specifically from the movie um, Gross Point Blank, where she played with John Cusack. They're both in that movie. And she's great in that movie. And uh, I think like I think about her and I think about the other girl who's in the movie. I can't remember what her name is. So I'm going to marry her. I think, she, I think she'd be cool to hang out with. But she is older. She's actually, wow. Maybe these people are around the same age. I feel like Joan Cusack has to be 10 years older than the other two. But I don't know. Right. Another thing about Gwyneth Paltrow, I believe uh, John Tron did a video on on her on her like brand called Goop, and yeah. I believe it. I believe it to be absolutely absurd. So uh, that's yeah, well, she's insane. That's what I'm saying. Like she's fucking batshit nuts. <laughs> I feel okay. like she's she's the type of batshit nuts that will burn your house down. Yeah, probably <laughs> start shredding your shit, jo- fucking breaking your yeah. car. <laughs> yeah, Jomo. Uh, uh, okay, all right. So we can segue into something good. Um... All right, I'm going to fuck Joan Cusack, and it's going to be hate fuck. So I'm giving her all I got. I'm going to make that. I'm going to break her cervix. Um, I'm marrying Gwyneth Paltrow just for the money. She mm-hmm. and she was Pepper Potts in Iron Man. You know what I'm saying? Like Pepper Pot was just like fucking the shit. Um, and Angelina Jolie's getting killed. Here's why. 
I like that she takes care of her fellow human beings. She adopts children from Africa, blah, 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 all nice things, and adopts other kids. I don't like that she got rid of her fucking gorgeous tits. Um, if you ever seen Gia, she's full frontal, that whole movie. Watch Gia. It's a fucking great movie. But she gets a double mastectomy because her mother, which I, I respect, but you can't get rid of those things, bro. You can't get rid of the baby liches. Right? Why did she get it? She got it because her mom. She had breast cancer? Th- there's a history of uh, cancer in her family, specifically breast oh. cancer. So she just did it and whatever. And that was it. And and I think that's one of the things that uh, probably set Brad Pitt off to divorce her. I mean, that would. I, I'm, I'm going to be very frank. That would. Uh, that that I, I would. Yeah. I would divorce. Brad Pitt was in Ocean's 12. I feel like those two things are, are neck and neck. Ocean's Twelve sucks fucking balls. Yeah. Can can we just can we talk about the fact that Jack Black and Kyle Gass look like they belong on like a episode of Chris Hansen's pedophile show? <laughs> like, yeah, they have points. Yeah, I mean, they both look like they've tried to diddle kids, and they're like, "I'm gonna blank your blank." <laughs> they're they're not good looking, and they talk about sex stuff a lot. And yeah, I don't want to take sex advice from them. Definitely not. Oh, for sure, for sure. They they don't know what they're doing either. I mean, he's a good, and like Jack Black. I don't think he's done a single ab like workout in his whole fucking life. Yeah, he just does cock pushups. There's no point in the other workout. He can't. He hasn't seen his dick. He can't do a cock pushup. But anyway, let's move. Um, let's segue. Let's move. Let's move. All right. I've actually before we jump into this, I've seen Tenacious D a handful of times. I saw them in 2007. They did a one show tour, and it was for um. Uh, it was for some charity. I can't remember. It was at the House of Blues in California, and it was fucking awesome. We bought a T-shirt from there. I don't have it. Like my ex has it, and uh, it was awesome. it was it was awesome. It was made just for that show. Wow. Uh, and it was great. It, it was like a whole thing. They acted out. It was almost like the uh, the movie, the Pick of Destiny. They had people. They went to. They died. They went to hell. They were assembling wow. a band with like the Antichrist and stuff. It was all acted out. It was really awesome. And then at the end, they have the rock off with the devil, and then they come back to Earth. It was fucking great. Wow. And then I went with uh, Vela to see them on the Rise of the Phoenix tour in 2012. So it was in Boston. And uh, that was awesome, too. All right. And I saw them at least one other time, but I can't remember for the life of me um, when it was. Okay. So. Nice. Are we ready to talk about the D? Uh, I am. uh, uh, Which D? My D or the shitty D? No one's talking about your D, Joe. Yo, my D is fucking beautiful, bro. I've been been told I have a pretty cock. So anyway, move on. who? I who? My, my wife. Your wife said you have a pretty cock. <laughs> All right, move on. Okay. <laughs> uh, Tenacious D is a 21-track record released in 2001, coming in just over 50 minutes long. It's the band's debut studio album, uh, including seven skits and 14 songs, and features veteran musicians uh, Dave Grohl of Nirvana and Foo Fighters on drums, Paige McConnell of Fish on keyboards, Warren Fitzgerald uh, of the Vandals on guitar and Stephen Shane McDonald of Red Cross on bass. The front cover features frontmen Jack Black and Kyle Gass standing naked uh, below the devil, a pose similar to one shown on some devil tarot cards. Uh, Tribute, the first single from the album, discusses the greatest song in the world written to save the souls of Black and Gas from a demon, but later forgotten. Tenacious D has been certified uh, platinum. Singles from this album, Tribute and Wonder Boy. Jomo. What do you think of this record? This is the only good Tenacious D record. And I say good as if I'm rating it a 6 out of 10. Okay. Um, the one note song, fucking dog shit. Tribute was a good song. Wonder Boy. To me, it sounds like Jack Black is like in the best okay karaoke singer. And that's, that's all he's got. And then he created a band with some fucking weirdo who looks like he's raping kids. Um, hard fucking... I didn't get that fucking track. I get Fuck Her Gently. That I remember singing this song in... Oh, my God. When did this fucking record come out? 2001. Oh, it was in high school. In the fucking... We were in just like a lunch or something. And we're all singing that. And we all got written up for fucking singing it. Like, we were... It was like the best acapella fucking song. Discreetly. We were like... Fucking... We were singing this song. It was fucking hilarious. And then I got written up. And uh, let's just say my mom was none too pleased. Um, uh, Dio was on this record. Yes? 
I don't think he's on it. There's a song about there him. There is a song about the, the he's, not, he's on the Pick of Destiny. Yeah, and there's a lot of fillers, like, inward singing that fucking, that was a shitty, shitty, Dude, shitty fucking. You're fucking <laughs> insane, bro. I, I was like, I didn't fucking get it. Um, if I was Kyle, it's the most I, powerful I, tool in singing technology since yodeling. It is fucking shitty. The, everything past fucking Lee is fucking just dog shit. Um, it, it, Lee was a good song, but it's just... It's too simple. It's too simple. It's I don't like the simplicity of this shit. And we, I think we've been doing this shit for a little bit to know that I like complex shit because I'm fucking, I'm pretty sure I'm on the spectrum. I, this is their only good record because it has comic relief in it. It's actually, you know, funny and there's some decent fucking songs in it. Like I said, uh, I like Explosive or whatever. There's too many skit tracks, man. Um, they could have cut a lot of the skit tracks and made a decent record. Person who introduced this to me was my brother. He's a little retarded, but he, he makes it by. But anyway, decent record. I don't have much to say. I'm going to shit on Jack Black some more once uh, Mr. Rob Fortune is done uh, passing his grace and knowledge on. I'm, I'm very surprised of what things Jomo likes and what things he doesn't like. This album, in my opinion, is infinitely quotable. And uh, there's, like uh, you said, everything past Lee sucks. And Drive Through is one of the funniest things on this record. And that, Dave Grohl played the Drive Through guy. That's your opinion. That's your fucking opinion. And I respect you as my friend, but that's just my point. It's just like, hey, that's it. To me, it's not that great of a fucking album. And I, it's, it's because I have a bias against Jack Black. Look, think about that fucking video that he did. He's like, I'm going to Africa to hang out with this kid. He's like, I wish I could do something for him. Yo, slide my kid a rack and get him the fuck out of there, bro. You can't slide him a thousand dollars. You can't. You can't, you can't get this kid. You can fly this kid on a G5 private jetliner and get this fucking kid out of there. Fucking hypocrite. All right, that's it. All right, Rob, tell us about the CD. Yeah, so uh, let's see. Where do I start? So first I'll start with Spotify statistics because it's right in front of me. Yeah, Tribute has 144 million plays. That's their biggest hit. Fucker Gently has, is their second biggest hit, 65 million plays. A lot of the other ones have like seven million, and a lot of the skits have three million ish. So it's it's uh yeah it's that's the thing about like comedy and it's it's like music has more repeatability than comedy does a lot of times. I've there there are albums I've listened to two hundred times, uh, but like there's no comedy special I've listened to more than well actually beyond the pale I probably listened to fifty times because but that's because I would recite along to it like as if it were as if i were like singing along to it or something anyways yeah so do do what do i think yeah i listened to this album a lot with jeff uh back in 2004 maybe it was like uh whenever we'd go on a ride together we, we listened to this a lot uh he loved it more than i did i i liked it i like the music especially like uh they have good dynamic contrast the acoustic to uh distorted thing the i don't know the 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 the, the classic rock um uh classic metal vibe i i dig uh dave Grohl i like but yeah i um i'm i am picky about comedy like i don't like some things are stupid or <laughs> I don't know how to I don't know I don't know how to define what's funny stupid versus what's stupid stupid and sometimes mm. tenacious D is like too stupid for me it's like like the the hard fucking into like it's it's like I don't want to take sex advice from these guys and I th I think it's good that I just rented um Pick of Destiny because I see that they don't take themselves too seriously which is good for me to like not like fucking roll my eyes out of my skull when I listen to these guys but uh, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, okay. So, drive through probably is my favorite skit of of all the skits uh, because I think of, <laughs> Americans really are that way. Uh, you know, you try to save a little bit and then add it somewhere else uh, doubly. You, who, who the fuck you think you're fooling? And then he screws his own best friend in the end. We, there's not enough money for all of this, so just remove all of uh, Kyle's uh, order. Um, fuck. I don't know. Uh, what else do I want to say about this? Um, is this my favorite of the four? Uh, it's probably my favorite of the four. Is, uh, yeah, I'm going to say good album. That's it. Uh, it's definitely my favorite of the four. Um, so the hard fucking thing we guys talk about, you don't want to take sex advice from him. It's funny that his advice to Cage is let her get on top and do her own thing. It's like they, 
they don't even know what advice to give anyway. Yeah. Um, I think the banter on this CD is the smoothest and the, I don't know, it's like the most natural. There's one, I think it's hard fucking, where they're pretty much just laughing while they're doing this in the recording studio. Yeah. Um, so Jumbo says he thinks there's too many skits on this. There's seven to 14. Um, there's too many skits on the last album where there's one in one pretty much. I think there's the right amount here. Uh, I like how I love how this CD starts and uh, Kyle is strumming some chords and Rage is like, uh, no, I don't, I don't like that. Off to off to a bad start or uh, Jable, sorry, excuse me, Jack Black. <clears throat> uh, and then he starts strum some other chords and eventually they break into uh, Kibasa. Um, I do think this CD is awesome. Personally, I've I've idolized this album for a long time. I think that the humor is there, and you know maybe I am just locked in with dumbass humor. Because Rob is right. There's there's stupid humor that is like funny, but then there's like stupid humor that's dumb. And sometimes there's this line that's written. Like when somebody was talking about their the book for their new record, they were like pretty much the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Um, so there's the, this line, I guess, that you can be on one side or the other. And, so, and a lot of times people will go to the dumb side. Uh, inward singing, I fucking love. It's genius. I, I, I don't know. There's like a fight at the end of that where um, uh, pretty much Kyle doesn't like the inward singing. <clears throat> he thinks it's not as seamless as Jack thinks it is. And then they get into a fight. And then so Kyle, he fires Kyle at the end of the, the skit. And then Kyle says, you don't have to fire me. I quit. And then it goes right into Kyle quit the band. I think it really works. I really like the skit parts before uh, the songs. It's also nice. Like Rob said, a lot of times you'll listen to a song more than you will like a comedic routine. So the fact that they split them out instead of just having them be one five minute thing together, you can just skip past it if you don't really want to hear it. Um, what else do I want to say here? Uh, the Road, great song. One of my favorites on here. Friendship Test. So, um, Friendship test is where uh, Jack Black calls Rage on the phone, and of course they're always they're trying they're like they make the noises with their mouth. <clears throat> God damn, I don't know what's up with my voice today. They make the noises with their mouths, right? So like when the phone is ringing, they're like moving their lips to sound like a phone ringing. And uh, he does this friendship test where he says, I love you. And then he, he wants to see if Cage says it back and Cage doesn't say it back. He says, well, I, I kind of like you too. And he says, I, I'm glad you, I did this friendship test on you. You passed, but barely you got an F plus, which is not even a passing grade anyway. It's still a yes. fucking failing grade. Yes. Um, and then that goes into the friendship song. There's a song on here, uh, Rock Your Socks Off, another great song. Um, yeah, Becca and I quote Drive Through regularly, and we listen to it all the time. Whenever we're just hanging out, laying in bed or whatever, she'll be like, oh, put, put Drive Through on, let's listen to it. And there's a part that I just, I, I never noticed it, but there's the whole thing where Jack Black's like, don't offer me anything, I'll tell you what I want. And as he's, you know, ordering stuff, Dave Grohl is the, is the drive through guy, and he's kind of asking questions back. Like, I want a burger. Do you want onions with that? No onions. And there's a part where he says, I want uh, a medium something i don't remember what it is if it's fries or what and he says medium small or medium large like he's just trying to fucking antagonize him and i never noticed that until a couple of days ago i had to rewind it like what is he saying there and it's great it's really funny it's so stupid that it's amazing yeah, it's, and like rob said at the, he, he, he makes this huge order and at, at the end uh, you know he has cages stuff and he, he counts the money and they don't have enough for all of it so he cancels all of rage's rage cages stuff and then they drive off and i guess he's the only one who gets food uh, after that, we have Double Team, another one of my favorites. Rage Cage and uh, uh, Jack Black are both having sex with this one girl at the same time. Disgusting. Uh, <laughs> so he says, uh, there's a line in here. He says, uh, then you feel it tickling on your head. It's KG with the feather and the French tickler. Look out, baby. He's got the tools. And then you feel something down by your feet. It's me. It's JB. I'm sucking on your toes. We don't mind sucking on toes. Um, I, I agree. I, I don't mind sucking on toes. What's up? It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> are you picturing this you? right now yeah that's fine i can see you going <clears throat> uh, this does not and, represent the christian values that i was brought up with <laughs> <laughs> and then last thing i want to say about it is i feel like this album closes perfectly uh there's this uh you know the world is destroyed or whatever and they're rebuilding humanity and um they're both these uh they're two kings so they're split being you know king duty or whatever and they're assigning these decrees and then uh, Jack Black, of course, now he wants to be the only king. He doesn't want uh, Cage to be the king anymore. He's like, make him a duke, a kick-ass duke or something like that, but just not king. I, I need to be the king. And then so he sends him off to Idaho because he says there's a potato famine over there. So he goes through Idaho, and then Rage Cage, Rage Cage comes back. He says, hey, there's plenty of potatoes over there. I don't know what you're talking about. So he's like, oh, sorry. Uh, let's have a toast. Let's drink some wine. 
And then he's like, oh, sorry, Cage, I, I poisoned your wine. And then Cage is like, I, I poisoned yours as well. And then they both die. And I feel like it's the perfect ending to the CD. And it's stupid and it's fucking funny. And I love it. And to me, this is a, a fucking perfect record, in my opinion. I, I love it. I love everything about it. Okay, let's read some YouTube comments. First guy says, Kyle Gass is a, is a guitar god. Kyle Gass is actually really good. Nobody ever talks about him either. Uh, even if it's a one-note song, the D makes it sound badass. What do you think about that, Jomo? Fucking... <laughs> uh, this isn't the best comment in the world. This is just a tribute. That's at least an intelligent comment. Nice. Uh, I want to I walk down the aisle to fuck her gently. Imagine that, Jomo. Uh, Beck and I are getting married to uh, the... Um, Did you even propose? Guile's theme song. Yeah, did you pick when a date? What's, what's this about? When we get married, we're getting married to the Guile's theme song. I'm not coming nice. to your wedding. It goes with, hey, I didn't even invite you. Good. Good. Okay. I, didn't, I didn't want to come. And nice. lastly, <laughs> Placebo has arguably the best intro of all Tenacious D songs. Okay. Uh, so there you go. That's the first Tenacious D album. Uh, I love it. In my opinion, comedy classic. That's 10 minutes. Uh, good, long. smooth, and it, it feels the most natural. What would you like what? to say anything else about it? It was 10 minutes too long to explain all that bullshit. Do you like to when, say anything else about it? When I think of this album, like, okay, so uh, um, one time uh, Jeff and all, a bunch of us were hanging out and uh, the, the screaming during Super Smash Brothers was getting really uh, out of hand because Jeff was losing and he did not want to lose. So, uh, you know, so the vibe was getting, getting bad and then uh, we left and um, uh, Jeff puts on Friendship. Uh, you know, friendship is rare, and, and, and I'm like, oh, I think that uh, Super Smash Brothers might have ended our friendship. That's what I think of when I think of Tenacious D, is uh, <laughs> Super Smash Brothers ending our, our, our relationships. Booch definitely gets heated. He does. I don't like his hair, but all right. Booch? It's, it's a, a fro. He got nice hair. Yeah, it's I, a fro. It's nice. I like, I like Booch. He's not a bad guy. A little, you know, he, he's kind of a cool guy, but his hair, not a fan. <laughs> I saw him the other day. He looked great. Good for him. Okay. On to the next one. Let's move on. Uh, the Pick of Destiny is a 15-track record released in 2006, coming in just under 34 minutes long. It's the band's second studio album and the soundtrack to their feature film of the same name, uh, which would bomb commercially. A clean version of the album was also recorded. Dave Grohl returns to play drums on the record. Uh, John Koneski and John Spiker join the band on guitar and bass, and Meatloaf and Dio make a guest appearance in the song Kickapoo. The cover art shows black and gas in the clouds parodying Michelangelo's painting, The Creation of Adam. Uh, in between the two's hands is the pick of destiny with the devil's arm sticking out from the clouds trying to take it. So the story of the pick of destiny, uh, of where the actual pick comes from, uh, the pick originates from the Dark Ages and is, and is made from the devil's chipped tooth, originally designed for a blacksmith who saved the wizard's life from being dragged down to hell uh, to win the heart of the maiden he loves by allowing him to play masterful melodies on his lute. Later, it appears in the American South at the turn of the 20th century for, um, in the hands of Robert Johnson, where it helps spawn the birth of blues and rock and roll. At some point after Johnson, a guitar player from some mediocre band has it in a shredding licks way beyond his capabilities at a show in Jersey one night and flicks it into the audience where it's caught by Eddie Van Halen. Finally, it's somehow, it is somehow obtained by Angus Young from ACDC, where it is later sold to the Rock and Roll History Museum along with his red Gibson SG guitar. Singles from this album, uh, Pick a Destiny. You just watched part of the movie, Rob. What do you think of this? Yeah, I uh, I, I rented it at nine thirty, and I just watched ninety uh, percent of it. And yes, yeah, so I, I spent four dollars on YouTube TV renting it because uh, I wanted to help them recoup their losses from two thousand six. <laughs> so that's 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 my uh, that's, that's my good deed for the day. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't think this movie is as bad as, uh, you know, critics say it was or whatever. I think, I think, um, okay, what do I want to want to say about it? There's, there's some visual jokes that I really like, you know, because wh when I was listening to this album, you know, Jack had picked, uh, Jack, uh, Tenacious D and I had assumed that I wasn't going to like this, uh, this week very much. Um, I, I assumed that, uh, I was thinking of Jack Black's appearances on America's Got Talent or some shit, and he was singing um, A Kiss from a Rose, which is a, a beautiful song that I like very much. And um, Jack Black's uh, voice is so, like, he, he you know, he's silly. He, he doesn't, uh, he, fuck, how do I say this? 
I don't think he projects right. So like he's he's I, I don't know if he's trying to be a comedic singer, but uh, he, he's not, he's not a beautiful sounding, you know, he's he's a fucking silly sounding guy. I don't know how else to say it. So um, that's kind of what I think of when I think of Jack Black is huge humor. And it, it, is that do I find that annoying or do I find it funny? So that's kind of where I thought this uh, uh, week was going to go for me is I was going to be a lot of face palms and, and whatever. But um, I, I do like this movie more than I thought I was going to. Uh, Kickapoo, like there's a scene where uh, the dad is tearing off all of the uh, posters off of Jack Black's wall and um, you know yelling at him for like not having Christian values and all this stuff. And he closes the door and there's one bright red uh poster that he didn't see and forgot to tear down and it was dio and that's like a to me that was like a beautiful scene like it was like a well-structured visual like joke that are like you know yeah so there's there's good visual jokes there and um you know when i was listening to this song i was just like jesus this this there's they say the word fuck 70 times in the first song is this necessary are you are you trying uh but now that I've seen the movie and now I understand that uh, a 12-year-old kid is writing his first song and offends his parents by saying the word fuck too many times, now I understand the joke. So it's like, uh, I don't know, I, I guess I learned to, to, to hate this album less uh, uh, by watching the movie and stuff. What else did I want to say? Um, I'm not totally done with the movie, so I, I don't know exactly what to say about it yet. But, you know, th this album is okay. I don't think I like it as much as the first one. Um, why? Why? Because I think I have better memories of the first one. I remember, like, hanging out with Jeff and uh, talking about Dave Grohl was fun. So, I don't know. This, al this, this album's pretty good. That's all I want to say. Nice. What do you think? <laughs> so, what, if, if you think that the other one had too many skits on it, this doesn't have any because, well, it has uh, a couple... Uh, pulled pieces from the movie, but in general, the movie is where all you know that is taking place. They made the deal with Harvey Weinstein for this movie, and maybe I'm wrong, I might be wrong about that, but it feels like they made a deal with Harvey Weinstein to make the Pick a Destiny movie by giving him Olivia Munn's butthole pics. Um, this is where, like, the, I have a gripe with this shit. It's, it's, Jack Black is just too full of himself. You know what I'm saying? He's just, it's too much. It's like, it's like, I don't, I don't want to, I get it, man. Yeah, you're, the whole, Jack Black is fucking annoying, okay? And I don't like him. Yeah, it's an interesting concept. Yes, he's telling his, kind of his story loosely with him about music. It could be, you know, whatever, fake as shit, but I don't like this album. I thought it was shit. Uh, the only decent song is uh, Beelzebos. I thought that was good. The government totally sucks. Um... Here's the funny thing is that they wrote it when fucking George Bush was in office, obviously. And George Bush is a piece of shit. But then they praised fucking Obama, right? And the government still sucked then. It was actually, it got vastly worse. Just most people didn't pay attention to it. They just pay attention to whatever news network that they were listening to. And um, then from there, it went to uh, Orange Man. And then they started playing the song again. It's like they only, like... The government sucks all the time. The government has no business in, in your in, in your life at all whatsoever. And but it only sucks when their political opponents lose. Well, their political people lose. Um, I don't like Jack Black. Uh, I wish I wish him the worst in life. Um, if his family has to die in a tragedy with him, that's that's a loss I'm willing to to listen about. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Oh yeah, Beelzebub is possibly the best song on this. It, it's where Dave Grohl actually sings in it. He plays the devil in the movie. I know. I could tell by and, his uh, fucking weird face. <laughs> so pretty much at the end of the movie, um, you know, they have the pick of destiny, and the devil's there, and uh, he grabs the pick, and it it. Um, well, this I guess is a spoiler alert for for Rob. It oh, sure. uh, completes it. Well, I mean, I You're have to talk about it. Dead, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're fucking. That's, that's dead. fine. That's fine. Just say it. Yeah. Anyway, it completes his tooth. It it goes back and completes his chip tooth, so he's you know complete as the devil again. And then he's going to take Cajun. Uh, he's going to kill Cajun uh, Jack Black uh, and drag him down the hill. And, and Jack Black says, "Well, no, I want to have a rock off." And so he says, "I have the demon code, which means I can't decline a rock off offer." 
have to take it. So then they do this thing back and forth where uh, they're playing a song and then the devil's playing a song and it's going back and forth. And eventually, um, as you can probably figure out that they win. But one, he says, like, what what's the um, is it like, what are we what is this about? Like, you know, if I win, what do I get? Because he says Jack Black says, if we win, you have to go back to hell and you have to pay our rent. And then he says, fine, well, what do I get? And he said, well, if you win, you can take Cage back with you to be your, he'll, and he'll be your bitch. So the whole time, like, Cage is, like, trying to fight. He doesn't want to be raped by this guy, you know, for, for all of eternity. Uh, and it's fucking well done, and it's funny, and uh, I, I loved it. I saw this movie many times. I own it. Uh, I can tell why people hate this movie. Uh, some of the things that happen in this are, like, almost like acid trips especially once uh, they do the whole uh, Sasquatch part. Um, but I've seen it a bunch of times. I know like every word to this album, uh, and I, I think it's great. It's really well done. Kickapoo is a great song. Kickapoo actually is a place, and it's in Wisconsin. Uh, then after that, and it's nice to have Dio in there. Dio's dead now. Uh, so it's nice that he was in there. Meatloaf also does a great job in it. Meatloaf is like kind of a creep. I've seen his uh, uh, onstage stuff recently, and it's, it's, I don't know, weird. So he's not a creep here, so it's I like it. Uh, Classico is one of my favorite songs here. It's it's three classical songs put together that Jack Black is um, singing some dumbass lyrics over while Cage is playing it. Uh, it's a combination of Bach, Beethoven, and Mozart. It's uh, one song from each of them. Uh, yeah, History is a great song. It talks about uh, the history of Tenacious D. He said it's not just a list of bullshit we've done in the past. It's a chronicling of our rise to power, and there are these fucking ridiculous things that they say they've done. We've traveled through time. Uh, space and time to rock. Uh, Destiny is this nice 40-second piece. I think it's pulled right from the movie. Um, nice. Master Exploder is one. I think uh, Rob posted that video. It's with a guitar. Uh, it's like spread legs of a woman. Uh, Dude, I Totally Miss You is like this. It gets like like comedically epic, like stupid epic, but the guitar solo in it is pretty good. And then my two other favorite songs here, uh, Break In, Storm the Gate, which is he, he's like narrating his break into the Rock and Roll Museum. And I think it's really funny. And then Car Chase City, which is once they get the pick of destiny, they're like running away from the cops and they're in a car and they're just like, you know, driving like maniacs. Uh, and then he ha he says specifically, if I go to prison, I, I, I'll stick the pick in my ass so that they don't find it. Um, but yeah, I like this. Re I like this movie. I like this album. I think it's good. Um, you know, this movie lost them a bunch of money. And I believe Jack Black said this was his first big a movie where he did more than act in it like he uh, uh, probably wrote it uh, he worked behind the scenes of it he obviously did the soundtrack for it and it bombed so bad that this I believe he said this was the first and last time that he ever had the opportunity to do that um, this this album came out five years after the first one and their next one comes out six years after this one uh, so yeah I don't know this was a bomb but it's very tenacious D and if you like them you'll like the movie and you'll like the, the soundtrack but yeah it definitely bombed and it, I would say probably 80% of people on earth hate this movie. Uh, let's check out some YouTube comments and we'll move on to the next one. Uh, first person says, such a masterpiece. Fantastic movie with a kick-ass soundtrack by an incredible band. I actually agree. Uh, this song graduated me from puberty. What do you think about that, Jomo? Next person says, I would like this, but it's at, 60 line, it's at 69 likes right now. Next person says, this shit bangs. And then lastly, he says, Jack's voice is so underrated. He's a great singer. Uh, so, yeah, go watch the movie if you haven't seen it. And uh, couple anybody things. Like yes. Um, so uh, Jack Black's movie, Bernie, I think is 10 out of 10. Uh, it used to be on Netflix. It isn't anymore. So I do think he's been in good movies. Um, another thing, Master Exploder is probably my favorite video that I've seen so far for uh, – and the pick of destiny like it's uh there's a g dream sequence thing here like this is a joke that you have to see you, you don't get it just from the song but like the costumes keep changing and the 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 room in which they're playing in keeps changing because it's occurring in a dream and yeah there's there's a lot of jokes per minute that you have to see visually so uh i really like that video another thing about the pick of destiny Amy Poehler's in it. Paul F. Tompkins is in it. Like, uh, I don't. Uh, I, this is this is before those people became super famous. I think so. I think this is like uh, they were never famous, but all right. Okay, sure, sure. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. Yeah, well, yes, yeah, so, so something like um, I, I think they got some people before they like became as big as they became later. So I think that was, that was pretty cool. That's all I wanted to say. 
Um, yeah, it's always interesting to see that. Uh, that happens in Seinfeld a lot. There's a bunch of people who go on to be famous later on. Uh, who else was in this movie? The guy, um, his name, the dude from Zoolander. What is his name? Oh, Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller, yeah. He's always great. Yeah. All right. Let me drop this artwork and we will move on. Uh, Rise of the Phoenix is a 13-track record released in 2012, coming in just over 41 minutes long. It's the band's third studio album, and uh, Grohl, uh, Neski, and uh, Spiker return on drums, guitar, and bass. Rise of the Phoenix is referencing Tenacious D coming back after the commercial failure of their previous film, The Pick of Destiny. Uh, he says specifically, when The Pick of Destiny was released, it was a bomb, and all the critics said that the D was done. The sun had set and the chapter had closed, but the one thing that no one thought about was the D will rise again. The cover shows off a phoenix rising from the ashes with wings made of fire, which is also made to resemble a veiny penis and testicles. Uh, a lazily edited version of the artwork was also released. Rise of the Phoenix was nominated for a Best Comedy Album at 2012's 55th Annual Grammy Awards, but lost to whom, Jomo? I'm going to say Weird Al. That's actually a very good guess. I think Weird Al won the year after that, or two years after, but no, it lost to uh, Jimmy Fallon with Blow Your Pants Off. Yo, I hope Jimmy <laughs> Fallon gets leukemia. I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like him either, but... Um, singles from this album, Rise of the Phoenix, Low Hanging Fruit, and Rock is Dead. Uh, look at the, look at this censored uh, album cover. Like, it looks like Japanese porn. Like uh... actually, looks like a vagina. When I saw them uh, do the Rise of the Phoenix uh, show, they came out of a huge inflatable vagina with like legs and everything. Nice, nice. Uh, Rob, you want to start with this one? Sure. Um, yeah, I, I, um, I I'm trying to think of who amongst my friends thought that uh, the, the the pick of destiny was good or bad. I think most people told me that it was bad and to never give it a chance. So I never really did. But uh, I remember 2012 uh, going to uh, Nerd House and somebody had was playing The Rise of the Phoenix and I had a good impression of it. And uh, yeah, I remember liking it at the time and I liked it this time too. Um, <laughs> uh, I thought that these guys were lame at the time and then I was listening this week. Flutes and trombones made me laugh a lot. There, there's... There's a scene, they, they, they bust each other's balls and then they're fighting and screaming at each other and playing uh, instruments at the same time. They don't have enough mouths to do that. And that's part of the humor of it is, <laughs> shit, what else? Um, One of my favorite parts. 39, I, I laughed at a lot too. Um, yeah, I liked the music on this album quite a bit. I laughed at it. I, uh, this, is, this is either my first or second favorite of, of the four. Um, yeah, I like it very much. That's it. Nice. Yeah, I like it too. So Classical Teacher is the one where uh, it's a skit where pretty much Jack Black tells Cage, you know, you're getting a little sloppy. You need to, you need to get better. We, we got to be better than all these new bands. We got to leave them in the dust. So I got you an acting coach or a, a you know music coach. Uh, I'm going to go get him. I'm going to bring him in. It's this guy named uh, Felix Char, which it just is Jack Black. Um, I picture Jack Black coming back in with like a mustache over his beard or something because there's, I don't know, for some reason Cage can't tell the difference. And he's teaching him how to play guitar. And there's like some parts where it's weird where he puts like his his wiener in uh, Cage's like butt crack, like when he's standing behind him, which I'm like, okay, I don't know. I think it's a bit far. But then at the end, after like the whole thing falls apart, he's like, okay, let's take it from the top. And that part is my favorite. So I, I, I like, I think that sketch is great. Uh, flutes and trombones is hilarious. There's a great edited or um, an animated version of it on uh, YouTube. Yeah, at the end when they're fighting and you hear the, the the trombones and the flutes, and yet somehow they're still making noise with their mouth. Fucking great. Uh, Rides of the Phoenix is an awesome song, a great opener. Um, and yeah, it's it's you know there's there's things even uh, that happen in the next album where there's things that need to be done, and it's pretty much an information dump uh, to get that information across. And you get that from Rise of the Phoenix. Pretty much says that the D, the D was done. Everyone was gonna have to laser off their tenacious D tattoos. Um, and then, uh, and then of course, you know, they're, they're coming back. He says, it's the rise of the Phoenix it's the call of attack. And you know, when you've seen us, the fucking D is back. So he's back. Oh yeah. And so they're saying they need a hit, right? So he's like, we need a hit. This could be it. Uh, t you know, one hit top 10 hit top 40 hit top thousand hit. Like we don't give a shit. We need a hit. And, uh, I don't know. I really like Jack Black. I'm a, I'm a big fan of his. I know 
Jomo fucking despises him. Uh, he's great in uh, in uh, what's that movie? School of Rock as well. A low hanging fruit is about them uh, trying to have sex with women who I I kind of like they kind of I feel like they're saying like the ones who have given up where they don't have to put a lot of uh, work into. Uh, he says the high class fruit isn't gonna fuck me, but the low class class fruit is sweet chunky monkey. Oh yeah, so there's some one of the verses in the song. I'm gonna read it because it makes no fucking sense. He mm. says she's got she's got the flip flops on with red hot potatoes and the butt floss thong with fried green tomatoes, and she loves <laughs> and she loves the song we sing for the ladies. Come on. So I mean I don't know what that means, but uh, you know Jack Black does like a lot of scat singing and like dumbass singing like that. So. I don't know. It's it fits, but it's it's weird. Uh, Senorita is a great song. It's about this girl who he sees is crying, and she says her boyfriend. I don't know if he hit her or just yelled at her. So he goes to talk to the boyfriend. He's like, you know, you you you've wronged this woman. Come outside, and we're gonna fight. And so he fights the guy, and the guy's jacked. He says, I think he has shoulders like boulders. Beats the guy's ass. The dude runs away, and then he sees her go back and and go with the guy. And he's like, I wish I had never for you or did anything a good song there's some talking in it that i think fits really well there's also a song on here called roadie uh, about you know a roadie the people who set up the stuff for, for someone to play uh one of the best songs on here one one problem is though is there's some vocal melodies in the song that are reused from rise of the phoenix i don't know if they didn't realize it or they just you know have a smaller scope of you know what they were working with for this album uh he says things like uh because he brought you the show uh, because he brought you the show, but you will never know. He's changing the strings while hiding in the wings. And uh, Jack Black was in a game called Brutal Legend, which I loved. And he played a roadie uh, in that uh, game. Uh, also, there's a song here, Ballad of Hollywood Jack in the Rage Cage, which I feel like is a telling of their actual lives. Jack Black goes on to be this famous actor and Rage Cage is kind of left behind. And then Rage Cage kind of starts going insane. So Jack Black comes back for him and he gets some doctors to you know, try to help him not be insane anymore. And there's a part where he yells for Rage Cage and it's so fucking good. There's parts of songs where the music tells the story, right, without even lyrics. And and, and it does it so well in the song. Uh, Throwdown's a great song. Rock is Dead is good. Um, and then To Be the Best is this like 80s montage thing, which I really like. Unfortunately, it's a minute long and it needs to be way longer than that. I think that song could have been at least two and a half minutes. Uh, and then 39, one of the best songs on here. Uh, he's saying that he's 49 and he has this late, this new lady who's 39 and he's talking about her. Uh, and it's a funny song and it's done in the style of something like Bruce Springsteen or something like that. Uh, and it's fucking awesome. Jomo, why don't you tell me how much you hated this album? <laughs> Holy fuck. Um, I don't have much to say. This fucking album sucks. The album artwork sucks. Rock is dead because they fucking killed it. And not in a good way. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I feel like Jack Black is... I feel like he should have had like a heroin addiction. And went to fucking, you know, outpatient... You know, went to treatment and got, got all on methadone and stuff like that. But he didn't. Why did he get to live? Why did we get to why 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 did the world keep Jack Black, but we lost so that's many that's great how, that's actors and musicians? Because it's fucking shit. I don't have anything to say about this fucking shitty album. Okay, all right. Let's uh, let's read some YouTube comments here. This person says, "Tenacious D or quality? Yeah. Whoever thinks that the Pick of Destiny was shit, you're insane. What a beautiful film it was." Jomo, he's talking to you. He told me. Oh, fuck its mother. Next person says, I was halfway through getting my Tenacious D tattoo lasered off when this song came on. I filled in the missing bits with permanent marker. Nice. So at the end of Rise of the Phoenix, uh, you know, he, he's saying the people have to remove their, t their tattoo because we're done. And then at the end, he says, you can get a new one now, which is fucking nice. great. Uh, awesome, be awesome beyond awesomeness. Next person says, legendary. Next person says, great album, fucking DR back. Whenever I hear the, the, the word legendary, I think of the guy from uh, Ernie Stinson from How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, lo I love this album, too. It's, I don't know. The first one's my favorite, and then this is up there with uh, Pick a Destiny for me, but they're both, they're both really good. Mm. Um, Rob, would you like to say anything else? That's it. Okay. Jomo, would you like to say anything at all? I hate that you made me listen to this shit. <laughs> nice. Next. Okay. We dropped this artwork. I hope I hope Jumbo loves this next album. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay, Post Apocalypto is a 21-track record released in 2018, coming in just under 31 minutes long. It's the band's fourth and currently final studio album. Ole Koneski and Spiker return once again on drums, guitar, and bass. Uh, the album features songs and audio snippets from Tenacious D in Post Apocalypto, the band's six-episode cinematic YouTube series, uh, which was co-written by Jack Black and Kyle Gass and hand-drawn by Jack Black. There are six episodes. I'm just, I, I don't, the one problem with this record, um, not that it really matters because the music is really my, matters. or the comedy is my issue. But one of the problems with this album is I feel like if you listen to it, you don't get the full story. And by the end, you have no clue what the fuck is going on. So I'm going to just say what the six episodes are here. It's not very long. And this, this combined with the album uh, will help you get the whole story. I don't think either of these tell the full story. Uh, Jack, uh, Black and Gas are living life normally until a hydrogen bomb is dropped from an airplane. The duo manage to survive the blast and meet a two-headed dog who Black names Hope. Second episode. Uh, Black and Gas explore the new world and are saved from thirst by cave women. Third episode. Black and Gas continue to venture into the desert on their motorcycle when they come across scientists who have taken some other survivors into space. Next episode, Black and Gas are attacked by a huge monster and are saved by a mysterious robot sent from the future. Next, Black and Gas travel to the White House in order to obtain the Crystal of Gilgamesh. And finally, Black and Gas make their way to Egypt to return the Crystal of Gilgamesh. Uh, so I don't remember any point in this album even mentioning a motorcycle besides it being on the, on the front. Um, so if you just listen to it, and I think if you listen to part of it and watched part of it, you can get the whole thing. Uh, there's no singles from this album at all because um, they were all just done on YouTube. Who would like to talk about this record? I'll talk about it. So I, I put it on. Um, I made it 70% through. Uh, I laughed a bunch. I knew I wasn't going to listen to it a second time because uh, there's a lot of exposition and a lot of story. And um, I... I I don't know. I was I wasn't gonna want to listen to it a second time. The music was forgettable. The ratio of uh, uh, skits to uh, music was wrong. There's there's way, way too many skits. And towards you know uh, turd whistles around when I stopped. I feel like there was a few like skits in a row where it was basically like, oh that was extreme. Uh, okay, we're gonna something now. Oh let me sing a song now. Okay, it was like. This is a fucking lame skit. So I I feel I feel like it started out with some like s jokes that were making me laugh, and it, it got to be like okay, uh, time filling and like I don't know. To me, they ran out of gas. Uh, so this is this to me. This is the worst of the four. Um, pass. When I first heard this, so I could get stuff at. Um, the library, either people donate it or the library is getting rid of it when no one's renting it anymore. So Becca brought me home this the other day and I was like, wow, this is awesome. I put it, I, so I'm driving around in my car and I, I, I actually, this is Jack Black's artwork. Most people probably say it's fucking terrible. I think it's pretty great. Um, it's ridiculous. You know, I don't really know anything about like what makes art good or bad. So I'm one of those people where it's like, yeah, it's funny. It's whatever. It's, it's Jack Black. It's fine. As soon as I'm listening to this, I'm like, what is this? I, I hated it immediately. I was like, this, first of all, I, I was like, I hate it. I hate this album. It's garbage. I, then I've li I had to listen to this like six times over the week. I, I've softened up to it a little bit, but there's still so many parts of this, which I don't, which just, they're not funny. And when I think about, so this album was from 2018 and Rise of the Phoenix is from 2013. And so I don't know. Like I, th I feel like they were still on the same page and together with Rise of the Phoenix. So within five years, I don't know what happened with the comedy seems forced and it just it, it it seems like there's some songs on here that they're just using buzzwords to use buzzwords so uh there's a song on here called uh, making love right and uh so they they find these women uh, who bring them into their colony or whatever and uh they're giving jack black a blowjob and then they're fucking cage or whatever and jack black is like i guess narrating or telling them what to do uh, so he's just using these buzzwords. He says, suck his fingertips, lick his ear hole, suck his toes, lick his butthole, suck his balls, obviously his cock, sit on him, make him explode. And as I'm listening to this, I was like, I get it. I get that the, the pieces of what you're trying to say are in there, but the way you're saying it isn't funny. And it's just like you're trying to say like buzzwords like, oh, lick his butthole, suck his cock. I don't know. It, 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 it just didn't feel uh, natural to me. Two of the best songs on here are the same song, done twice, and it's 40 seconds long. Uh, the post-apocalypto theme 
which starts the album and also ends it. I don't even remember what the difference is between the two. They're both like 40 seconds long. Uh, it's a pretty good song. Um, oh, one thing that they did properly on here is when you when you go to look through the track listing, all of the skits are in lowercase and all of the uh, songs are in uppercase. So you can tell exactly which one is which when you're going through them, which helps you when, you, when you're going through the thing and you don't want to listen to any of the skits. Um, let's, see, let's see here. Uh, Take Us Into Space, uh, catchy song with a nice slide guitar in the background. Uh, Hope is an okay song. Uh, oh, yeah, so like one of the things about this whole album being almost like four, like it's like they came up with, with the things to say and then the music, which I'm going to guess that they did because there's a thing when uh, he wants to go into space and they say there's only room or like you have to audition if you want to come to space with us. So they play the song Take Us Into Space and then the first thing, which is, a, is an okay song, uh, but the first thing uh, that... Uh, happens after that is he says like oh that song was amazing yeah you can come to space and then he's only going to take one of the two so so jack black goes with him and jack black has to leave cage behind and then uh one thing that was hap one thing during that sketch or skit when he was leaving cage behind cage is like you know don't leave me don't leave me behind what am i supposed to do here how are you ever going to find me and come back for me so jack black says i'm going to go i'm going to go on there as a spy and i'm going to come back and get you and then the, the dog leaves but i think it would have been funnier if jack black walked back to cage and like was like oh I, I need to take the dog and then walked off with it um but then they have the reunion where cage is about to kill himself he's about to jump off a um cliff and then uh jables walks up and then they kiss each other on the lips which i don't quite understand why why they did that uh daddy ding dong is a song after that one of the best courses on the record uh robot is is pretty good it's a slow song with strings and then the cd goes i don't understand why the kkk is brought into this uh, and there's like a whole thing kevin smith did the whole kkk thing with the jay and silent bob reboot uh, it was dumb then and it's dumb now you have this like futuristic album of a post-apocalyptic world with aliens and the people that you're talking about here are the people from the kkk i feel like there would have been much more interesting things that could have been brought into this than that um there's a song on here right after that called colors there's a flute in it which is pretty good oh and so we're talking about like information dumps there's a song on here called jb jr rap which is essentially just this huge inf information dump of in the, in the form of a rap and then there's this wacky auto-tune part at the end which is like it's kind of funny like how dumb it is um woman in time has a great chorus there's actually great vocals on that as well reminds me of old tenacious d and then it ends with the save the world piece which is like a minute long it's a nice harmonic um uplifting uh ending to the album but in general um i've softened up to it i still don't like it uh the kkk thing is just annoying because i i you could have done so much more than just harp on this i don't i don't know why this was even a part of the of you know the of the comic that he was drawing but um it's definitely my least favorite it's grown on me but i still don't like it and i was i was wondering if uh it was just me but when i looked this up uh pretty much across the board this got like a c or like two stars out of five so a bunch of people really didn't care for this album but there's some good parts in it uh, but in, as a whole i don't really care for it jomo tell me how much you despise this record i'm gonna keep it simple with five words jack black don't give up your suicide <laughs> that is five words yes how many words is that? That is five uh, words. Okay. Don't five give words. up your suicide. Yep, five words. I fucking hate Jack Black. And I, this is like four records too long. The first Tenacious D record was fucking gold. I'd give it that, right? It, was, it, it had its weirdnesses, but it, it was fucking balanced. It was great. There was catchy fucking songs in there. Great bangers that you could sing to. Everything else, it was literally like someone was just, you know, emptying the fucking valve at a waste treatment plant. It's just straight up dog shit. Uh, Jack Black, if I see you in real life, I'm going to punch you in the fucking face. That's all. Okay. Uh, let's read a couple YouTube comments and wrap this up. Uh, guy says, you can get the new Tenacious D tattoo. Long live the D. Next person said, they're the greatest band ever. Period. All caps. Next person says, sometimes I forget how good Jack Black is at singing. Next person, Tenacious D never disappoints. And lastly, this is the concept album we need right now. Um, I like the idea of this concept album, but it just in execution, it's not all that great. Anybody else like to say anything about either this or Tenacious D or I Jack do. Black? Or I anything? do. I have something else to say. Unless Mr. Rob Fortune wants to go first. Gentlemen first. You first. All right. So the piece of shit has something to say. And that is they are named 
after a quote that Marv Albert used to talk about uh, while watching um, uh, games. And if he thought that they were playing, like the defense on the team was playing very well, they would say, oh, that's some tenacious D. Fun fact, Marv Albert raped a woman in bitter. And then bitter? I don't know if that's a fun fact. (laughs) Bitter? Yeah, he liked bitter. That's how they that's how they identified him, that he was like the rapist who assaulted the woman. That must be wow. From from the bite marks? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, look at that. So Tenacious D, they I believe they allowed the fans to name the band. They gave them like five choices or something and they chose Tenacious D. Yeah, yeah but, I'm wrong with that, but yeah, I think that's what happened. But shit, that's good to know because I because I was thinking about this the other day. And I was like, what does that name even mean? So it's good to know. Uh, I think I think we're done for this week. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. What do we got for next week? Mastodon. Yes, fucking Mastodon, baby. All right. Well, it was great talking to you guys again. Love you, miss you. Uh, I will be heading up to the Great White North next week. If you want, we could do cocaine and heroin. We'll figure it out from there. Uh, oh, yeah. Thank you to uh, Jack Falcon. He doesn't produce anything that's noteworthy, so I won't give him any credit. Um, I want to say, hey, if you on YouTube, find it. Uh, Rob Fortune Comics. Rob Fortune, he's the shit. Uh, find him, follow him on YouTube. The, the kid who does jokes for our fucking show, T. Jones Trace on Twitch TV. Also, uh, Trace says so on TikTok. I don't have TikTok, but if you got it, fucking watch him. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Bye. Why do orphans. Love boomerangs. Aww, why? Because they actually come back.